I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Thanks to Shutter for supporting FilmSack this week. Shutter is a premium streaming service from AMC Networks featuring a great collection of thrillers, horror, and suspense. Try Shutter free for 30 days by visiting shudder.com slash podcast and using FilmSack as the code. That's shutter.com slash podcast and the code FilmSack. And by Away. Away makes first-class luggage at coach prices that allow you to charge your phone on the go. For $20 off a suitcase, go to awaytravel.com slash filmsack and use the promo code filmsack. That's awaytravel.com slash filmsack and the promo code filmsack. You know the problem with Hollywood is? They make shit. Unbelievable, unremarkable shit. Now, I'm not some grungy wannabe filmmaker that's searching for existentialism through a haze of bong smoke or something. No, it's easy to pick apart bad acting, short-sighted directing, and the purely moronic stringing together of words that many of the studios term as prose. No, I'm talking about the lack of realism. Realism. Not a pervasive element in today's modern American cinematic vision. Mathematics. This is FilmSack. Oh, sure. That didn't work. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, episode 387, and uh, my name is Scott Johnson. We're mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. Episode 387. I already said that. Hey, look who's joining me today. Brian, he likes to golf in his towel dunaway. Yeah, I do. I like to drop my balls on the tee and shoot them <laughs> off. Of my- hey, hey, oh, hi. Oh, on this week's, oh, right. Oh, oh, hi. <laughs> on this week's Film Hack. Oh, uh-oh. Hold on a second. Wait, wait. Uh, my screen just locked in it, and it wants a password. Oh, is oh, it big uh, red hey, letters? Uh, oh, okay, man. yeah, right. I, I don't remember setting a password though, so let me let me try my bank password because that makes sense, right? Yeah. All right, so it's all lowercase. I am so broke, and then the number sixty nine, yeah. followed right. by the dollar sign. <laughs> okay. Nope. Yeah. All right. No, no, that's not it. Oh man, this is a, a lot of pressure with you guys watching everything. I don't like typing out my passwords when people are watching. Mm-hmm. I especially don't like people touching me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, oh, wait. Oh, Ibit, thank you. Uh, yeah, a back rub does help. Oh, yeah. 
Now let's go and back my password. <laughs> I think I may have used my Facebook password, which is Zuckerberg69. <laughs> and enter. No, no. Hmm. Whoa, 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 Randy. Where are you going, dude? Get out from there, man. Oh, oh you were just helping me tie my shoe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Man, you guys are super helpful. All right. Uh, all right. All right. Oh, I got it. I got it. I probably use my Twitter password. The bird is the word. 69. Bingo. That's it. Show open. Show notes are ready. Yeah. Scott, yeah. stop measuring my inseam. That's too helpful. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. Right. I didn't Passwords, like, right? I, I didn't like that scene at all. I hated you it. Didn't, I, did, I hated that scene, but let's talk about that yeah, later. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Also with us, Randy, you don't find him. He finds you, Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian? Brian. Hi. I know what you're thinking. How can we, the best podcasters in the world, do this impossible thing? Mm. I'll tell you how. We're going to use a digital crossover to analyze the 16-channel amplification. We're going to attach this future tech condenser mic to pop-filtered, water-cooling, double-redundancy, 32-channel, ultra-high-frequency MME, WASPI, DTMF tones, and we're going to add Nyquist prompt noise reduction with pulse stretch compression, echo equalization, and a notch filter high-pass on all 64 channels. Mm. Then... We're going to run a macro of repairs to the tempo phaser leveler Mm. with a small delay, bringing all 128 channels to our listeners' ears in glorious pitch-adjusted tremolo. Wow. That's fantastic. That's a lot of technical mumbo-jumbo right there. I like it. That's right. And and can I I point out the irony of uh, of, uh, Randy talking about all these high-tech microphone and and sound uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) tools? So he... He knows about the technology, is what you're saying. Yeah, he's aware of it. Yeah, he's he's aware of what's going on. Also with you, us, man. and finally, <laughs> Brian, we should all jump down this dirt hill together, Ibit. We totally should. All right. Uh, hey, Brian. Hey, Randy. Uh, Scott. Yeah. Thank you for coming to this meeting. I've been told that the best film sackers in the world can come up with a funny film sack opening in 60 minutes, but I'm going to need you to come up with one in 60 seconds. By the way, do you like to kill us, Scott? Yes. <laughs> I'm, gonna no? just, I'm just slurp it down. No, oh, no, no, I don't. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. It only works if you say no. Uh, I, okay, I have, a, I have a Monster Energy drink. Hell yeah, go get him a Monster Energy drink. All right, here's my laptop. I need a computer pun in 60 seconds. Go. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, a computer pun? Uh, Come on, Scott. Uh, ram, uh, ram this down your throat. Okay, very good. Now make a joke about my facial hair. Uh, you got this, this is a shitty little thing you got there on your face. <laughs> Okay, I'll take it. All right, uh, 22 seconds. Now make an uncomfortable joke about uh, Holly Berry's nudity. Come on, Scott. Uh, I, 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 didn't, I didn't order pepperoni. Yeah, <laughs> that was actually good. All right, very good, very good. All right, where's Helga with that Monster Energy drink? <laughs> I didn't order he pepperoni. He was just messing with you the whole time, Scott. I know. You, you I are going to actually have to drink the tequila. No, no. <laughs> Uh, well, you can't do a button fly. No, oh my ah, gosh, dude! No. <laughs> Freaking that whole scene. on your bugle boy jeans. You couldn't do the button fly, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice earring. By All the way. those bugle boy jeans you wearing. <laughs> this would have been by the by the way the same year as uh, as X Men. So this was Hugh Jackman. Yeah, it was right. it was odd seeing Wolverine and Storm in a film that was. I thought they had less sexual chemistry in this than they had in the X Men. 
You had a, you had a yeah, lot of comic just book Wolverine and Storm. Yeah. yeah, you got War think... Machine. You got Juggernaut. Oh, yeah, yeah. Juggernaut yeah. Beach. But, yeah. but they weren't part of the sexual thing. Mm -hmm. They weren't yeah. the you know. Maybe I, I, thought, I think I it's... there was some tension between Juggernaut and Storm. <laughs> yeah, I think it's time that we agree that uh, huge Yak Man. Yeah, uh, he doesn't have sexual chemistry with anybody ever. That's not his thing. No, he he is a different kind of thing. That's why he's perfect for Wolverine. Mm, what about right. that movie where he uh, comes forward in time? No, somebody goes back in time and brings him forward, and he's like a. Like a Renaissance oh, era I, dude. Hot tub time machine? What are you talking about? I don't know no. what you're talking about right now. I know what this you thing, mean. This exists, right? I yes. mean, I'm not imagining it, right? Yes, no, there's oh, a I thing. Do, I know what you're talking about. Oh. Um, it's I forgot the name, oh, but I, you're totally yeah. right. This exists. Pulls him but, forward from some romance novel thing. But I thought uh, he was... I thought he was smoldering and had great sexual chemistry in The Greatest Showman. Smoldering and great sexual chemistry in the... Uh, the, Kate the great... Leopold is the one I was thinking of. Kate and Leopold. I never By saw way, that. Same uh, year. Same year as this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never saw yeah. this uh, this uh, Great Showman deal from last year. Oh, yeah. Never the saw Greatest it. Showman is, is so good. It is so good. You really you really need to see it. Is I it? thought his chemistry was was very good. All right. Well, he's also pretty, him and, you know. Him and, I mean, his, his, his sexual chemistry and him and Zac Efron was amazing. Yeah. I'll bet it was really Amazing. off the charts, but no, he well, was he, he was uh, cut the tension with him and uh, Christian Bale in yeah, uh, yeah. Prestige, the Prestige. The Knife. Sure. Yeah, but but that's a good example. That and Logan are the examples I'm talking about. Where it's like, you know what? I don't really need him to have like a love interest. You know, we can just <laughs> he can just play that role that we've got him in. I think the entire heterosexual female world has a love interest with Hugh Jackman. So they definitely do. Yeah. Oh, they sure. Good. So yeah. so if Randy had his way, he would just remain less miserable. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not saying he's not attractive. <laughs> I'm saying he never develops chemistry on screen sure. with the leading woman. It just doesn't sure. happen. Unless he's healing himself. Heal thyself, Wolverine. Heal thyself. <laughs> That's right. Uh, anyway, he. This is so. This is right before he's about to hit things big, and you know, whatever. I. Uh, I thought I'd seen Swordfish. I have not seen Swordfish. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I was sure I'd seen it, you and I don't lucky know, dog. I don't know why I thought I'd seen I've it. I've probably seen this film like five or six times. I own the oh, Blu-ray. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, this is my. First... <laughs> I know it's usually Dunaway's line. Yeah. Right. Um, this is the first time I've actually watched all the bonus stuff on there. So there are three alternate endings, or really yeah. two alternate endings. Yeah. Did you watch the alternate endings? Did you watch I all did. of them? Oh, yeah. yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. Uh, so there's alternate endings. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So 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 like, the thing about this is like maybe the second time I've seen the film. I definitely had seen it like when it was in theaters or such. Like. That was a time when movies like this were so good, mm. and mm. I don't know. I don't know if I, I still disagree. feel that way entirely. Mm. But mm. like, there was a time frame when like you could make a movie. Dominic Senna can make a movie like Gone in sixty seconds, and I was there for days. Oh yeah, this game. And, this uh, game. This game. I called it a game. What, this movie what, starts really strong, but I don't think it. I don't think it holds I, up, dude. I, don't I think, think that's, that's perfect. Really, yeah. Yeah. What really stuck out to me was the self-referential thing that the main character's doing about he he's like almost knows he's in a movie and he's talking about movies and he and they bookend with later like the very end thing mm -hmm. and so that makes me wonder wait a minute what would you have in the alternate endings then oh so many different well, things because there's already like there's already like six endings in the actual movie so you just right. kind of you just kind of <laughs> like you know 
shell those around. So I guess this is, you know, I don't think we need to issue a spoiler alert for people, but if you haven't seen the movie, we're about to tell you exactly how it ends. Um, Obviously, this one ends with... uh, with Gabriel uh, and, and Holly Berry working together, she's alive. She's uh, not a DE agent, and, um, it's all a ruse. and she ends up looking a lot better than he does with his weird, closely cropped blonde, <laughs> blondish gray hair. But at least he got rid of that stupid soul patch trickle. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and they get you the know, money, and and he's still a patriot, and he still you know uh, bombs the a yacht of some. Uh, uh, some it terrorist was, in the middle which of which made absolutely no sense. Why are they going towards the yacht if they're right. bombing it? I was like, wait, why did that yacht just blow up? Uh, I, had yeah, it. When, I don't know. When yeah. she got on that boat wearing the wig and he yeah. was there and he turned around, did anybody else have a flashback to Val Kilmer in yeah. when he's on yeah. the street? I didn't see that. He was, funny you should say no, that because according funny. to the trivia, it was uh, Val Kilmer was supposed to get this role and turned it down. Okay. So there's one of those deals. That but, would have been yeah. good. Anyway, so, so wait. So what were the alternates? number one yeah. yes. is that uh, Holly Berry shows up to the bank and Nice, uh, they say, oh, no, uh, sorry, you. There, there's no money in this account. And she goes, what? And then she has to go back oh, to John Travolta what? and say, there's no money in this account. And John Travolta goes, what? And then, the, then they cut to Hugh Jackman and his daughter sitting in that very same diner, um, which I guess they bought a time machine and traveled to the fifties because not only was the diner, the fifties, but all the cars driving around it were the fifties. I guess you could only every everything's better at the end. That's That's right. right. He's got a laptop and you see him uh, with all the money and he's transferred uh, $10 million out to various charities. And all he has left is $500 for the two of them. Dang it, Stanley. Yeah, exactly. Stanley once again uh, screwing it up. And they didn't like that ending because it's like, all right, so Gabriel is this mastermind who's, who's you know, thought about everything. He's even thought to, like, put a uh, rocket launcher within arm's reach of uh, Stanley to make sure that he shoots the, the helicopter down because it's all part of the right. same plan. And um, and then to have him, like, get get uh, foiled by a by dude with a laptop in a diner seems kind of right right <laughs> you know and it it, it it actually it it ends just like uh travolta you know projects that it will if if you follow right. along with that storyline because he says at the beginning what if you know in dog day afternoon mm-hmm. this happened and mm-hmm. it's like no because he, stanley's like no because that would be bad because he deserves this but uh so it ends right. like he starts it so i think that like makes more logic yeah. i do like that yeah. too so I what's the wait yeah. so what's the third ending there was the third. The third end- ending is credits. No, Holly Berry shows up at the bank. Uh, the money's there. She withdraws it. Um, oh, and then it's just the two of them, Holly Berry and John Travolta, sailing Aww. off into the sunset. I thought oh. it would be Stanley and her. That would have been fun. Too. <laughs> no, just he doesn't. Kind of... He Stanley doesn't end up with the with the, girl. With the woman. I was gonna say doesn't get the girl, but he gets a girl. He just didn't get the woman. <laughs> he doesn't. Right. He doesn't get. Uh, he doesn't end up back with uh, uh, Soprano's uh, wife. That's not what happens. Oh, yeah. 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 No, I think it'd be better if him and Don Cheadle went off laughing with the money. <laughs> That'd be. That, ah, no, got it. I I agree. <laughs> just because it would be it would be something you wouldn't expect. I feel like right. that whole ending interaction between him and Don Cheadle is like, well. I guess we love. I guess he's dead. Nope. Okay, bye. Thanks. I don't need you for yeah. any other information. And that you're ready to go. Cheeto yeah. literally, literally says, "I'll give you a call." Yeah. Like, Whoa, yeah. are you yeah. asking him out? No, like you were. Well, they I have a long-term he... relationship because Cheeto was right. who uh, bust him the first time, right? And so I would prefer to have seen their relationship. Well, he first. said at the end. He says not only that. He says uh, no one's going to lose any sleep over him being dead or something. 
the way that they end that is so not the way you would investigate any crimes. Like it's just the way that Stanley was involved was kind of hardcore and in breach of his parole agreement. If he touched a computer, I don't care what happens. The rule of law says you're back in jail for that. No matter what happens, TV TV and movies are so much fun with the way they, the way they go. Ah, yeah. You remember that, that you remember, you know, the, the law no we're just gonna wave it for you because yeah. you helped us out here you helped us out exactly that, yeah. that's it we, no we're square now go yeah. here you, but don't let me see you back here again usually usually those are plea agreements in court and this is like some weird handshake deal behind the scenes yeah, with wolverine and war machine how that works yeah the movie plays fast and loose with all kinds of things did, did anybody else early on when you first go to lax you get back four days ago we're at lax mm-hmm. and here's mm-hmm. a hacker Who's trying to come into the country? Did anybody else went on first blush on seeing Rudolph Martin think it was Billy Bob Thornton? No, oh, no, no, I didn't. I thought it I was. Thought, um, I thought it was the guy from Eric Stargate SG One. <laughs> I thought it was the guy from Will and Grace. <laughs> I thought it That's was hilarious. the. I thought it was the king from the Tudors. That is so. There's like a look. Everybody has somebody, right? right. I'm telling you, when go back and look for Billy Bob Thornton. The first when you first glance at Rudolph Martin, it's shocking how much he looks like Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, but then, weird. He immediately he immediately walks into the you know the federal government being yeah. wildly incompetent like yeah He's hey man hackers. we're gonna put you in this room over here that you can just basically walk out of and get on an elevator yeah I'll pit I'll pitch your I'll pitch your uh uh Billy Bob Thornton against Michael Shanks look alike any day sure. I think he looks way more like Michael Shanks I don't even know who Michael Shanks is who from is SG One oh, Daniel oh, Jackson oh, oh Daniel Jackson yeah. I never remember that guy's actor name, but I, or his real name. I remember his character name. I didn't either. I had to look it up. Oh. I just remember Daniel Jackson. Yeah. I googled. No, he's oh, lo- that guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's more. He's more hack than hacker. This guy. He sucked. He came in. Mm-hmm. He but, got but busted he wrote, immediately. He wrote the ladies colonel. The what? The ladies colonel. No, the Linux colonel. Oh, Linux. Yeah, it's Linux it's, colonel. Uh, Linus Torvald. I mean, sorry, not Linus, but Axel, Axel. Torvald. Oh, I see. Also a Finnish mm. guy. Oh, come on. Nod, nod. At least nod. in those at least in those early scenes, things were they, they hadn't decided how fake or lame they were gonna be with her tech yet. They were they mm-hmm. were trying to still sort of decide early in the movie. It's like, are we gonna go full techno babble that's accurate or are we going to go off the rails a little bit with that and then and then when we get to actual screens is any of this going to be realistic are we going to go sneakers or are we going to go every other movie or are we going right. to go zoom and enhance and they went so far into the zoom and enhance yeah, direction right and enhance. that it ruined it's the movie fun. for me completely ruined it for me 256 256- bit encryption guys. Yeah. holy shit that's... it keeps getting bigger every every time <laughs> encryption is mentioned yeah but uh, by the way Here's another little weird thing, and I, I wonder if it's intentional. Did anybody notice that the women's names were Ginger? That's a plant. Holly was the little girl. That's a plant. Uh, the wife was Melissa. That means honey. That yeah. comes from flowers. <laughs> Is it just me? Well, the honey. I'm stuck on Melissa means honey. Yeah, the honey. <laughs> right. The honey one's a stretch, but I but I give you that. Yes, it's the, the director's into plants, man. He's like, oh yeah, plants. He's, he's, good. he's a plant man. The writer, yeah. right? Like he only he can only have women have these first names. That but this are is like this is such injured. like an example of like this came. This was produced and made and then released right before nine eleven. It was actually pulled from <laughs> some theaters uh, during nine or right after in the aftermath of nine eleven because of that part of the shot where the helicopter slams into the side of the building or not the helicopter the the uh the lady that fell out of the bus 
who was oh. strapped with all the stuff and the guy was weathering and then blew up next to the building. Anyway, we were not interested in any violence at that point. No, especially, especially like, like building stuff like that was bad. So, yeah. but it reminds me of all these movies that came right up until that point and how much they changed since then. Because mm -hmm. this is the dumbest villain character of all time. It makes no sense to me no. that he's Mr. Bank Robber terrorist villain himself who is all under the guise that he's going to somehow independently stop international terrorism and claim that he's a patriot. Like, it's just over-the-top cartoon like character ridiculous. It's stupid. I that's I actually like that. I like I like the written word of his character. I did not like how it was visually uh, in visually displayed. I didn't care for that part of it. I like the character itself, though. I think the character itself mm. is a is a good, interesting character, mm. uh, good character writing. Uh, but See, I find him I, very I, unrealistic. You gotta, Just to, you got to take away a bunch of things for me to get there. Like take away the whole first bit. That first bit ruins this character for me. I, mm. he's, I'm sorry, Travolta is not meant to deliver those lines. He's just not. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but you know, like then the whole thing of where he's a mystery, like you don't find him, he finds you, kind of thing. I dig that. But mm. then from the moment that is said, for the rest of the film, everybody in the world is seeing him. Yeah. And I'm like, no, that's not working in his favor for me as a villain. Yeah. Right. I did like the idea that I was hoping at the end when he was on the boat, I was really hoping that Nicolas Cage would turn around and be on the boat because I was really hoping that his look was a total fabrication because uh, the, 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 character, the, the person, individual that uh, his character took over from he looks a lot like, right? The the dead guy in the in the wine cellar looks a lot like Travolta, and I was hoping that there, it wasn't going to be just the little mustache and just the haircut. Yeah. That was just I was ridiculous. Hoping, <laughs> I was hoping yeah. if it if it's going to end on a boat like that and they got away with it, I was hoping that Kevin Bacon was going to be there That'd with full frontal too. nudity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, just a towel. How about just a towel? Just a he towel. Can be, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. It was a little nub showing well, through. Things. You know what? All these names you guys keep naming it just occurred to me. How pervasive Marvel culture now is in Hollywood. You've oh, got totally. uh, John, uh, John Travolta, a villain in the uh, the uh, Punisher in 2004. Uh, oh, I forgot about that. Okay. You got, yeah. uh, uh, like we mentioned before, War Machine and Wolverine are obvious. You got Halle Berry and Storm. Uh, you got you just Vinnie mentioned Jones. Nicolas Cage, who's not even in this, and that guy is uh, played Ghost Rider. Uh, mm -hmm. Like, everybody's been in a Marvel movie at this point. Like everybody, yeah. it feels like not all MCU movies, but but a lot of Marvel they've, they've portrayed characters in Marvel. Yeah, right. right. It's nuts Marvel to me movies, yeah. that it's that mm -hmm. pervasive. I mean, I, I don't I'm know why. Really, really hard to put uh, Sam Shepard in a Marvel movie in my mind. Yeah, like, he, he may uh, not be. He plays uh, Senator, Senator, Senator in this movie. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, not a throwaway plot point. I know. It really was. It, really it didn't help the movie at all. No. No. Right. I mean, no. it gave it some. It, cre it, was... it gave it some credence to say, "Ooh, look, it's it's that actor. He's awesome, and he's yeah. working with Tate Donovan, who's also a good actor, and they're mm -hmm. interesting. Uh, they they lend credibility to this movie, but their actual usage I... and plot point in the film is a complete waste. Was... The the plot yeah. point was thin. It was it was to show that it it was more of the hey look. Uh, where does uh, where does John Travolta land on the power scale? Is he is he below a senator? Is the government in control or is he in control? 
right. and he's in control. I, I don't think we needed all the scenes that we showed. I, I'm, a lot of those scenes were pointless. I agree. I think a lot of the scenes were too, too gratuitous. I enjoyed the first uh, two scenes, which was I enjoyed the coffee shop scene. I was fine with that. It's okay to amp sure. that up and make it really, you know, high energy amped up. And, and then if you was, haven't seen the movie movie before, or if you haven't seen it in a long time, you forget that you know he's telling yeah. the story while he's basically at gunpoint during a right. uh, during a, a heist. So that's how I knew. Good. That's how I knew I'd it never seen it. That's how it, it was. was good. And I I thought it was that was that was all right. And, and it and it fit. And then the second scene, you know, it was kind of high. It was it was kind of high intensity too because we had somebody trying to sneak into the country, but mm-hmm. then they kept the high energy ratchet down. When they showed Halle Berry coming to to visit Stanley's character, the Stanley character, and I'm like, yeah. why? This this is the time you should you should put the brakes on a little bit and let us get to know the characters, not this mm-hmm. crazy, you know, five o'clock in the here. afternoon magic hour film mm-hmm. of all that crap. I'm like, hey, we don't need all that. Yeah. But Dominic Jackman in a towel. Mm-hmm. Dominic Senna is really good at a not really good thing which is he's really, really good at dressing up a scene and giving you cinematography that mm-hmm. makes you go, whoa. It was you awesome. See, yeah, yeah you see that trailer park in allegedly Midland, Texas, which looks mm-hmm. nothing like that. And it just it's just incredible. Like, I, I, they obviously filmed it in Southern California. It's super high filtered. Yeah. And, you know, it's like uh, you're, you get cut, 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 cut really fast stuff like Michael Bay. That's but, the like, problem. He gets on the phone with his ex-wife and like you get a shot of her flat and it's like covered in porn movies and Mm -hmm. you're supposed to be like a shocked, right? Mm -hmm. Right. But like how many times can you can you show me like these these rich, colorful scenes and shock me, right? I get used to it. Yeah. And it ruins it ruins the big points. Like that's what I hated about the Transformer movies, is it's like, okay. I want to be when the Transformers come on scene. I want to know that I'm no longer in just regular reality. I'm being blown away. But if you're like blowing me away every scene, you're like, oh, his car broke down. But let's show Megan Fox all hot and let's shoot it from this angle and make it all super saturated and sexualized. I'm like, well, well how am I supposed to get excited about Transformers when I'm leaving this scene? Well, I don't. Yeah, and keep in mind this guy from his just from his history. He from 1985, his first directorial work, all the way up through 1993, um, and even some beyond them. But then the movie started. But till 93, it was all music videos all the time. That was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. James Collins, Dan kind of Reed, Richard Marks, yeah. Janet Jackson, Tina Turner. Yeah. A lot of them get their start that. I mean, you know, it's no surprise. A lot of them get their start that way. But uh, but my point is, like, that's the style here is very much on display. It feels like, like yeah, a music yeah. video. Yeah. yeah, and that orange but give, filter. As a watcher, give me a break. I need I need a break between my big, you know, spicy meals. You know, mm-hmm. I need a little need some mashed potatoes in between there. Or <laughs> I, having said all this, we all enjoyed the movie, right? Oh, no, was, fun, no, no, it was it is entertaining. A, no, it is a leave your brain at the door, and you know. <laughs> the, yeah, the whole scene with the uh, with him and those that that, that supercomputer with six 12 inch yeah, monitors, 11 inch monitors, all staggered at no! different <laughs> heights. Yeah. I kind of would like, uh, I don't know. Uh, first thing I would do when I sat down at that desk is like arrange all the monitor rooms so that yeah. they're all like in Vertical. front, <laughs> right? Right, yeah. get rid of a lot of these little swing arm lamps that are causing glare on those screens. Yeah, we were told there were seven computers there on seven different networks, Brian. And my very first yeah. thought was, 
Where's the peripheral switch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where's, any, one set of Where's anything? Where's right. KVM? Yeah. Where's anything? This is, a, this is a complaint you'll hear from uh, from people who are trying to make movies about hackers. They will often go, "Well, I don't know how to shoot the scene because it's 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 boring to watch somebody sit at a keyboard." Yes. Right. Uh, and and there are ways to film it, and there have been ways successfully, but this is not the way to do it. No. Not not I, to go bring watch it up to sneakers. Go watch sneakers. Learn how to do it. Sneakers will tell you all you need to know. It's a master class on how to make a hacker movie and not be stupid and over the top. It's great, and there's ways to do it. This is terrible. Everything about mm-hmm. this is the thing about this movie. The first bit, great. That bullet thing's cool. All the little steel balls, all that stuff's oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, that cool. And then they're like, ah, f- five days earlier or whatever, and they do one of those things, and you got uh, uh, Tom Cruise's ugly cousin from Lost uh, <laughs> doing his thing. And, uh, you know, they start to tell the story, and then it just starts to get super, super dumb, like over-the-top dumb, and it's mostly due to this the way that they decided to portray what the hacker business is like. And it's just, right. it just took me out, man. I could not enjoy the rest of the movie. It was really I would, hard. I would have been okay if he would occasionally got, you know, if we had like a baseline where we're kind of like cruising along, he's, he's normal. And then, you know, maybe he goes into hacker mode and then he gets the energy drink and then things like amp up a little bit. But, oh my God, it was just like, it was like an 11, the whole movie. It's like, ah. Yeah, plus just like the idea that everything's got a graphic, a nice graphical interface, even for when your password's denied, <laughs> is just yeah. ridiculous. Nobody writes that. Well, that doesn't exist. You can, and you can be just tippy tippy typing on a yeah. keyboard, and go. what you're seeing is little arrows <laughs> moving all to Monte Carlo from all these different. <laughs> right, and then worse <laughs> off when he's in that room and he's singing and kind of swirling on his chair and and just do it was, it was like a who's the singer that the uh dated and married his cousin who's 13 or something what was his name all of jerry them lee lewis. jerry lee lewis he's like jerry lee lewis yes, in there right, like, right doing the standing at the piano uh kind of situation yeah then, it sucked you know, that pointing sucked. at that one and then pointing at this one and then turning around and counting to three and oh now it's that and is it compiled yet great now i need to modify my code what yeah, i'm sorry it just doesn't it just none of that landed on me uh, as I, anything but ridiculous i just hate it i love the idea that you're testing your code in real time and getting real time results that back you up mm-hmm. and so you keep coding and you get a little bit further forward then the results back you up yeah i, I that just made me laugh I, I i i'm sorry i enjoyed the scene he's got headphones on he's smoking a cigarette yeah. for no reason that makes any sense he's spinning around dancing i enjoyed it how could it you enjoy really that awesome. oh my gosh i just it was just kevin bacon running around the uh the abandoned sawmill <laughs> dancing to uh i'm free basically moment yeah, yeah but at least in that case that movie's about dancing and i can and dancing and i didn't have to look at that and go that's not how you dance no it is how you dance <laughs> you know the hacker scenes they 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 annoyed me less than that whole opening trailer park scene where he's standing outside on top of the trailer uh, knocking golf balls i'm like are you trying to say this guy is interesting or something because he's not interesting this there's nothing interesting about a dude on top of his trailer knocking golf balls well he's it's in his, like he's, bring he's, it he's, bring it down a notch he's hugh jackman in a towel and he's buff and he's and and not nearly as buff as he would become in later years he and really why and Halle berry comes up and says something like uh uh you're you know i i know who you are and everything but you're not as impressive as is uh is is described is expected i'm like what do you expect from no one's ever said oh i can't wait to see this hacker i bet he's a physical i bet he's a physical specimen specimen. yeah (laughs) yeah i know all that stuff just 
I understand the style over substance, and, and I understand that that can be fun. Like I think Heat has a lot of that, and I love Heat, mm-hmm. yeah. and and yeah. so I think it can be done right. But everything in Heat moves to a central purpose, and I think as much as I do enjoy the film, it just feels like so much stuff is just shoehorned in there. Like, okay, uh, now the bus will be in the air. What do you think of that? Oh, okay. Oh does, my gosh! Don't get me started. Does it need on the to bus. be? And does it? <laughs> The freaking bus, dude. That. You know what? That I whole enjoyed plan, the bus. That whole plan or the whole thing started to go sideways and, and completely pivoted on how bad a pilot they had for the helicopter pilot. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, yeah. yeah. Did you maybe go over the buildings? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Why did, like, he picks up a bus and then flies straight toward downtown. Why are you going straight to downtown? Yeah. Oh, I, always kind of, well, I always kind of enjoy when, when they airlift a, either a carrier or something like that or a bus or a truck. That always makes me smile. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just things so, you know, all right, maybe you'll you'll be able to uh, go as the crow flies and all the people chasing you will have to zigzag and stuff to keep up with you. But at some point you do have to land and right. it's pretty easy for them to see where you are by standing on the ground and looking up like, OK, yes. well, he's going west. Uh, have some people it, waiting west. It, it also also kind of uh, it kind of. Okay, 2001. I mean, you can't you can't be a bank robber in 2001. Ask for a bus and a plane because the plane's not going to get you anywhere because the military will track you. You're not going yeah. anywhere. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I don't know. Those that's, days, that's those days of I want a plane on the runway and, right. and ten minutes thing that doesn't work at go? all anymore. It hasn't worked since the 70s. You can't do it. Like you're just going to get followed, shot down, otherwise sequestered or stopped at the next place you have to land because you got to get fuel. Like there's no there's no losing ever you know disappearing you don't just vanish it's that's oh yeah that kind of stuff drives me crazy doppelganger corpse in the basement yeah or if or if if your path is going to lead you through a tunnel somewhere now you can usually escape there because the police are stupid it's like oh i went in but they didn't come out (laughs) so they go so maybe we can give uh gabriel a little bit of credit the the stupid uh soul patch trickle thing that he had going on it wasn't his idea it wasn't his idea it was the fact that he killed somebody who kind of looked like him that had that and he's like well yeah. it'd be a lot of re- a lot easier for me just to grow my own than to yeah. shave it off so yeah. shave it off the dead guy so we'll just leave it did they explain how he, how they made the teeth match up because the the coroner was like yeah their teeth their dental records are the same how did they do that i don't no, remember nah, he yeah. probably you know he probably hacked into the if that's if that's your biggest problem yeah. Well, it's not. It's just like so they, these huge disconnects. He can, like, he can probably they, have the Dell records of so the dead guy loaded into the any dead system guy, he wants. Right, right. But the dead guy was a real guy. That was the thing. Like the yeah. dead guy is the is the oh thread through all of this. Before was the he, movie even starts, he killed a guy who was former Mossad, made himself right. look like him, and took on his name. That but way, wait. when they found the corpse, they would match the teeth of the guy with himself. So, oh, so no. maybe John Travolta's character Gabriel doesn't actually have teeth, and he just he made like a dead, <laughs> made like dead man dentures. Yeah, that's that's you know, why he talks the way he does. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, you talk about uh, Hugh Jackman doesn't look like a hack or doesn't look that good. Be- you know, like I was shocked at how skinny he was. Yeah, right? very, like, I'm very thin. I look great. Well, compared yeah. to the what he would become, unit. Yeah. The absolute unit in this film is vinnie jones and they just can't figure out what to do with vinnie jones yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah yes <laughs> this is <laughs> all there to intimidate there is he is but but it's like why do we have this guy oh well let's give him uh some dialogue and he actually delivers some dialogue later in the film yeah. and you're like oh no 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 shut him yeah, up yeah tell, tell him to be quiet that didn't work. we don't need vinnie jones saying words 
He can just no, look right, menacing. Right. Menacing is your job. Be, do that job. Uh, but there is a there is a definite uh, uh, tonal shift in the movie at some point. Um, one of the big tonal shifts was, hey, Halle Berry, know her? She's in lots of movies and stuff. Uh, she's never been topless before. But guess what? In this weird one-off action thriller movie, she's going to go ahead and do that. And I did some yeah. digging. And according to everything I can find, it was for an extra fee of 500 grand. And it made me wonder... Mm, right. If somebody's going to say, all right, if you'll do the scene topless, we'll pay you an extra $500,000 on top of your already three, uh, $2 million fee. Uh, is Would, I mean, none of us are women, as far as I know. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, would any of us, uh, let's put it this way. Okay, we're yes! in a movie and someone says, hey, Dunaway. I know Dunaway, you're going with this, and yes. Dunaway, if you, if you show your dong, uh, we'll pay you an oh, extra 500 grand. Will you do it? Okay, sure, because you know why? Because my job doesn't depend depend on you know keeping that stuff under wraps uh, five hundred thousand i could quit working for years and years and, and yeah. am i also right now am i also in talks to make monsters ball as my very next film because right i uh, think she kind of fooled him she pulled a fast one there she did she says ah, i'm gonna do all this new for monsters ball but oh gosh i guess i could maybe make my first nude film uh swordfish i don't know i've i've never even thought about doing nudity before yeah but no kidding <laughs> yeah give me the extra 500 grand the next movie is like a low budget not even going to make a half a million total and she'll be naked a lot so I, yeah uh, the fool i offered jokes in on that, them in that video with the uh you know if i could use your phone video i offered to pull my pants down for a hundred bucks so, oh right yeah, oh, i can i can beat that i can go under that you can't oh, wow <laughs> This is a bidding war. I didn't expect. I, I just need money. I'm sorry. <laughs> money? Why? I'll do it for free. Yeah, it's it's a lot different. It's it's the value, the value of something people want to see, Halle Berry's boobs, versus the value of what people don't want to see, my junk. You're right. Winner. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, but, but five hundred thousand seems kind of cheap to me. I wonder how much uh, Hugh Jackman. Uh, well, got paid right. for his topless scene. He gets paid. <laughs> Look, they don't worry about that stuff at all. But let's say, let's say that you, your wiener was an equal demand as her toplessness. That's different. Yeah. Well, One million dollars to show my in-demand weenie. All right. <laughs> I, and and I might be wrong, and, and certainly you know emails might prove me wrong, but I don't think women care about seeing wieners as much as men care about seeing boobs. I agree with you for sure. I agree, I, but. But the thing, the thing to remember is, at the time, Wieners are I knew so many people going to see this film because they heard they were going to get to see yeah, Halle Berry yeah. topless. Oh, like, see, I don't, I don't remember any point. of that. I don't remember any of that stuff around the time, anyway. I mean, I've known since then, and I've seen gifts, and I've gone, oh yeah, well, there's a funny gif with SpongeBob suddenly over each boob. <laughs> you know, yes. she, but I never, but I, but I, and so in my head, I thought, well, I've seen this movie. Why didn't I think it was that big a deal? I had totally not seen it, so that scene was like new to me. I, you know, we 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 missed a week after watching, uh, after the, we watched this, and then we skipped a week. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, I don't remember the topless scene. I don't remember anything about the topless scene at this point. I. It's pretty. I think I remember some some backside side boob that seemed more interesting than to me than the actual full frontal. I suppose they always do. Why is it more? Why is it more intense for what's his name to cut off the cop's ear and in, in uh, mm -hmm. Reservoir Dogs off that's camera than it is on camera? Well, right. it's because your imagination right. kicks in. It's the same thing. So that's why I don't know if they got the best deal for, to take out all the questions of 
whether it's okay or cool or moral or any of that. Forget about all that. Forget about all those arguments for a second. Did the studio get their 500 grand worth? I don't know. Oh, I, I absolutely think they did because this movie definitely made at least that much just in the hype. So I think they definitely got their money's worth, mm. uh, what they were looking for, which was uh, hype. Did the movie it. make a bunch of money? Mm. Did it make money? Was it profitable? Uh, it's It was. Let's see. The budget <laughs> was. They spent $102 million and subtract 500000 for boobs. <laughs> and then the box office take was $147.1 million. However, that does not include all the Netflix money that uh, they'll be getting this week after we release this episode. Well, but, uh, all that Netflix money. All I, that right. Netflix money. I would call yeah. that barely breaking even is what I would call that. I don't think they made it was, a lot yeah, of money. Yeah, it's a little bit of money, but yeah, you're right. In a day and age where we have a much more, uh, we have a bigger world market uh, out there, there's definitely, this would be considered a flop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Today. Well, it's interesting. Can't. Uh, by the way, uh, I gotta go. Do anyone want to do the gross moment? What's the gross moment for Scott? Halle oh, Berry's no. boobs. Nope. No. Is no. it the? Uh, is it uh, trying to get a get a blowjob while you're trying to hack? Oh the computer? my god. Nope. Nope. But by I'll the way, how do you get a boner during a situation like that? You I don't. I, like you don't. Any of it? How did how did the pants get open? I didn't get any of it. None of it made sense. <laughs> no. Oh, Helga's very talented. Yeah, but right? I'll, I'll, I'll give you. A, Travolta even says so. I'll give you a hint. It's Helga related. Helga oh, Lillen. interesting. Uh, oh, it's the, it's the squirt and tequila in his mouth. Uh, yeah, oh, that yeah, that was so pretty bad. Gross. That was, that was pretty so bad. freaking <laughs> gross, dude. Really? Yes. Yeah, oh. I can see that. Dude, can, she's up there all up on his face. First of all, yeah. she's a stranger. He's got no connection to her. She's all up on his face and starts going... Right. Uh, come on. I mean, it's... blowing tequila into his mouth. Human, like, oh. human, human temperature tequila. No thanks. Oh. Gross. And I realize it's alcohol. At a bar, it's it's uh, it's it's uh, room temperature. I just not. Human I don't. I don't. But I don't often agree with Scott, but yeah, me and Scott's same page. This one. Yeah. I agree. It was foul. Was gross. It was gross. It was just gross. It's just like anybody doing anything with any liquid or food or anything in their mouth, getting up on you, going, "Here you go. Have some of this." Freaking f you, dude! I want I don't I'm want your, your gum. baby bird. I don't want your gum. I don't want your whatever it is you're passing. Oh my gosh, that's gross. Mm. Uh, that is my idea for TMS Vegas uh, 2019. <laughs> <laughs> and now time for tequila pass. Yeah, that's that's, that's the year I don't do glass that at anymore. The the table, glass at the front of the table with tequila. Right. Glass at the end of the table empty. We <laughs> call this the tequila centipede. Bad, Go. Bad idea. Bad idea. <laughs> Ooh, the tequila centipede if, is a terrible. If you don't idea. at least tequila threaten people centipede. with that, if you don't at least threaten that, I I I don't respect you. You got at least threaten that. Okay, let's, let's, right. we'll do it next next spring. Love That's it. the plan. Uh, the run down the hill bit. Can we talk about that for a second? Um, oh sure. yeah. I, what the hell? I don't understand I enjoyed, that. Scene. I enjoyed it. I no, didn't. it's the worst trope in the film. That's bad. I love it. There's a trope of chasing someone down the hill. <laughs> Yes, there's the there's a trope Ball. of we shot this because it looks cool and we take forever and then it it was all for naught. You could just drive down the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's what's always and, great about those. Get down there faster, like yeah. hop in yeah. the car. Uh, do we where do we turn? Where pull up the GPS? Where do we turn to get down to the, the other beach? Okay, right there. All right, good. We'll yeah. sit down there. Also, and just, they're still rolling, 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 <laughs> rolling, rolling. The way they had to go down, like there was like a slippery slide in the middle of that thing or whatever that was, some kind of oh yeah tarp. Yeah. That didn't really. I, but I, I, you know, I, I did like it though. It, I know it was dumb, but I enjoyed the. I don't know. I just enjoyed the energy of it, and it was just. 
It was silly. Listen to this. Yeah. I just noticed something in my notes. I noticed I wrote Travolta's hair is so dumb in the beginning of my notes. And then yeah. about eight lines down, I have a whole separate note that says Travolta has shit hair. Yeah. <laughs> still dumb. I must have really. Still dumb. Yeah. Just checking. Still dumb. Yeah. Uh, no, that, that whole scene, by the way, reminded me of a summer. I think it was a birthday party I went to at a co-worker's house where they have a little hill in their backyard and they set up a um, like a homemade slip and slide with like tarp and hoses at the yeah, top yeah. and you got up there and you slid down what they didn't do was like really groom the ground underneath oh, the, no. the tarp mm. so you'd have like areas where it's like eh, maybe not a rock but certainly an uncomfortable bump oh, that you hit it, uh, no, those are the worst over we, miles an we, hour. Yeah. we do we do these every year and they're a lot of fun and we usually put a little bit of uh like dish detergent yeah you put in, dip, in you put water. hand soap yeah, or dish right. detergent yeah, in yeah. so yeah. you're like right. you booking it Zoom. Yeah, but you but you uh, groom the ground like you take a nice rake and you kind of rake, make sure the oh, rocks yeah. are out. Yeah, yeah, no dog poops, all that kind of stuff. Sure, yeah. sure. Absolutely. I mean, some people's yards just suck, and there's nothing you can do. But yeah, but if you but the if other you, is you don't slip and slide there. That's <laughs> right. the that's what you do. Here's what's weird is we have a school near us, and they have a giant uh, that is weird giant outdoor <laughs> land around it where they have like soccer games and everything. There's huge amounts of grass, and every year. Uh, a bunch of people do one of these slip and slides down the hill from the road down the hill into the grass that is normally where they play soccer. And in the spring and in the early summer, it's very green. And they'll do this. They'll lube it up with the soap and everything. And then when they're done doing it, they go away. And for the next three months, there's a giant stripe of death uh, on this otherwise yeah. pristine wow. grass. And I don't know why people are allowed to do it. It just They've yeah. killed it. They killed the yeah. grass there. I don't get it. Yeah, my my parents had this incredible yard with that deep St. Augustine grass, you know, like it was so soft and it would grow tall and you could lay out a slip and slide. And, oh, it made them so mad when you know, oh, the yeah. slip and slide would, would kill a big block of grass. Who's oh, St. Augustine? Was he famous for lawn care or something? What was his deal? St. Augustine of Hippo. That's, that's, how, he, that's how he became a saint. Uh, yeah. Saint Plant. of uh, Evergreen Lawns. It says, right? Here it is. I found he it. Took- uh, Saint Augustine of Hippo. He was a Roman African uh, African early Christian theologian and philosopher. His writings influenced the development of Western Christianity and Western philosophy and kept a pretty damn nice yard. It and, and one hell of a groundskeeper. <laughs> no, it doesn't say anything about groundskeeping. I don't know where that came from. Anyway, whatever. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, trope. Here's my favorite trope of the movie. Corrupt politicians fly fish and hunt all the time. That's their deal. Yeah. They're always good all old by boys. themselves. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out there just casting some flies. Well, yeah. And- yeah. The fly fishing is very popular amongst the senators. It's always. I, what, is it, what does it portray? Like, I've got a lot of money. I flew a helicopter out here and I just like retreating and chilling out a little bit. Is Also, this, that, they uh, always, it's like they they like to portray them as like, I grew up in a small town. My dad was it's a always farmer. a southern boy. And, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it totally is. Yeah. Right. Always southern boy. So that's that guy. And I love him. Like, freaking, he died recently, but I think he's great. What's his name? Fly fishing? No. That, what's his name? I, I, I like the name. trope it, the, uh, the trope that you're describing Same inside shit. it. Hmm. Uh, it's the the trope is called the man behind the man, mm-hmm. right? And so like Sam Shepard is playing this this senator who is kind of the secret, uh, you know, uh, keeper of the knowledge. And then you imagine that Sam Shepard also has a man behind him somewhere up mm-hmm. the chain, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I love he Tate. does love Tate Donovan. By the way, he was like his little helper. 
as a little helper man. Yeah, again, oh, yeah. Uh, just kind of a yes, used as just kind of a yes man and then uh, exploding car fodder. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the voice of Hercules in the Disney animated film. Hercules. Oh, really? I about okay. that? Yeah, huh. he's. Great. I watched that recently too. Also, That's a good one. Really, that, that one doesn't get enough uh, credit. Great character like in the Man in the High Castle series. Uh, at least the second season. I don't know if he was in the first, but he's great in that too. He's just a good actor. Always, always see him and go, oh yeah, I like him. He can play good and he can play really evil. He's got this great kind of dual thing going on. Almost kind of like. Uh, Who's the guy we always talk about that got poked with a puke stick? And uh, <laughs> I can't think of his name. He was in season three of uh, the Justified Bad Guys. Yes, Don, uh, Don, uh, Don, right. McDonough. Neil McDonough. Neil McDonough with his yeah. his piercing blue eyes. Yeah, yeah. He's like Neil McDonough, except he can play nice if he needs to. That's the difference between those two I was gonna, I was going to say, the opposite of all this is Don Cheadle. He can only play nice. Yeah, that's true. He's. He I does. like Don Cheadle a lot. I think he is... He is ill-fitted for war machine because i think he's just really small looking <laughs> like yeah. he's a little short man and it doesn't i can never buy the war machine thing but i love him and everything he's in like when there's dialogue and stuff that guy's like that guyy's great even his crappy english accent and motions 11's good i'll even take that it's good oh, i'm fine with it what's yeah. uh, what, what's what's yeah. your best on cheetle pick a movie or a tv appearance that is mm. the best thing you ever did i thought hotel best, rwanda best was cheetle. go best cheetle hotel, hotel rwanda, rwanda was really good, good. Yeah, yeah that's a hell of a movie i'd give him that right like um, that's his big oscar turn and all that stuff like that was really good come back to me because i'm i'm thinking <laughs> Brian, yeah, yeah. I'm, thinking, all... I'm also i'm also looking up as like what, is, what am i forgetting about <laughs> yeah right exactly so, uh, I, go ahead. i'll go uh, just because I've been told that I mentioned this movie on FilmSec way too much, so I have to bring it up for the billionth time. I really liked Don Cheadle in Boogie Nights. There's oh, yeah. something about the way he he portrays this odd character. Yeah, and it, I don't know, he gets to wear a lot of weird costumes, and he's just great. Yeah, that's hmm. a good one. I don't know if you bring that movie up that much, do you? I've been told. Every no. week. Right. Oh my God! Here Wait, it comes bring again. It up the boogie nights. Boogie As nights you know, Scott, ah. people love to uh, email us and tell us what not to say. Oh, we had a real, we had a real winner this week that I shared with Randy privately. Oh, uh, well, the, don't, well, don't include us. Well, Thanks a lot. It was just very, yeah. it was very critical of of something Randy said in particular. So I didn't think you guys would be interested, but <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. Some people, boy, they get their, they get their hair in a wad. Put it that way. Right. Really? I don't know. They get their hair Lots in a wad. Yeah, they get their hair in a wad. <laughs> they got a hair wad. You know. Hair wads are gross. All right. What else? Mine, uh, so I, I throw out of sight in there. The George Clooney. Oh, oh that's a great movie. He's, he's a bad guy, and he's working with um, another one of my favorites, uh, Steve Zahn, and uh, Luis Guzman. It's like uh, oh, Dennis good. Frina. It, that's such a great, uh, a great movie. Un- underrated and wasn't it Soderbergh? Yeah, it was uh, Steven Soderbergh. Yeah, it was totally yeah. was. Yeah. And it was based on an, El- an Elmore Leonard novel, wasn't it? That's right. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Like Get Shorty. Yeah, and uh, yes. Justified itself. What you're just talking about. You know, I've mm-hmm. I've been trying, I've been racking my brain, and every time I for Don Cheadle, and I I gotta say, even though this is not the best movie, I I probably have enjoyed Don Cheadle the most is in Swordfish. I it's like he's good. done, but he's good. <laughs> I, I just kind of yeah. like this. I kind of like this character. He kind of elevates the whole uh, the whole piece of crap. Yeah. I'll t- well, I'll- and his his interactions like uh, how much you weigh and huh and 
throwing the coffee yeah. and then picking up oh. the guy and shoving him into the wall. Eat a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I liked all that. And he's good. He's just, I don't know, whatever. That guy's just reliable. Hire him because he's, like, he's good. He's, so, he's always likable. He's always, mm-hmm. he's always seems like a guy yeah. you'd want to hang out with. Yeah. He's just a little small for the but, war machine. That's, that's that, that whole interrogation assassination was the perfect example of what I love when Dominic Senna does it, which is he doesn't just have the guy get interrogated and shot, but he gives you all of this extra stuff, these little shots outside the room, and like that whole thing where Don Cheadle throws the attorney around. Uh, like that, that is what I liked so much. And you can pick up on stuff like that scattered all through this film. This little, like, this extra storytelling that fleshes it out. You know, the only problem with this director that we're describing here, uh, Dominic Sina, Senna, Senna, is that he also made a movie we've seen on Filmsack, and it was the last movie he directed in 2011 called Season of the Witch. Now, oh, wow. Season oh, of the yeah. Witch is not a great thing to go out on. That is a... I actually enjoyed that. Oh, you've forgotten, I, dude. You know, I... <laughs> I kind of enjoyed Season of the Witch. I I thought it was oh. I thought I thought it was the best that that movie could be. Usually, like I'm like, okay, what characters do I have? What script do I have? What came out? I think the Season of the Witch, what went in, was not that much different than what came out. And he's uh, like he's Taco still he just retired. Like yeah, he's he's seventy now, and I I'm I'm hoping that he's made enough money that he doesn't need to keep making movies. And it's not, he's got like crazy skeletons in his closet and just trying to stay away from the limelight. Yeah, you know, yeah. I do think we do need to, if uh, California with a K ever appears on a streaming service, <laughs> it's, like, it's like fake California. That was like crab right. with a K. Oh, the, the David Duchovny, <laughs> the Brad David Pitt, Julia yes, Lewis yeah. thing. Yeah. That's the one. That's also directed by Senna. And I, I think it would really? be a good, a good watch. Have I seen oh, Michelle this. Forbes is in that? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I think I, I, this is another one of those movies I think I've seen, but now I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe I haven't seen it. I heard, I heard a little bit of dissent from Randy, though. Are you not? Uh, right. I just, I mean, it's perfect for film sack. I've just never, yeah. ca- I've never cared to watch it. So I guess oh, we have you've to. never seen it. No. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, he lives in California and it's got, you know, they spell it with a K. He's not, he's not down do, with that. Yeah. Don't, like, you know, don't that. be fooled by the fact that it's, you know, about a couple of serial killers traveling across the country and it's got Juliet Lewis in it and it's absolutely not natural right. born killers. Sure. Right. <laughs> Written by, uh, who wrote that? Uh, Tarantino. Natural born killers? Tarantino, yeah. Yeah. I need to watch yeah. So, did you ever watch the Californication with the seed? <laughs> oh, you ever no seen also, I never even made also, that. <laughs> Right. Connection to Coveney and K California and C Californication. Wow. Sure, he's got it all covered from one end to How the other. Somebody needs to make uh, Californication with a K and combine the two into like a uh, I, uh, sex with random strangers that you then murder. <laughs> uh, as as you as you might have noticed from my references, I've been watching all of the new Queer Eye, and uh, that's one of the many 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 TV shows that are made entirely in Georgia. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I would now like there to be uh, Georgia with a J. Sure, why okay. not? Why not? <laughs> there is. Uh, she was on uh, CSI. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Georgia Fox. You know that uh, Queer Eye show is delightfully good. It's it it's surprising because I really didn't that's like the old one. The old one just felt just pandery and weird. I didn't like it. This thing, something about it. It's there's there's some something good going on there. I like it a lot. It's really good, and uh, their next season they're moving out of they're they're going out of uh, uh, Georgia though, 
That's the whole oh, thing. Oh, good, I'm, I'm, I'm done with Atlanta. Yeah, they're going somewhere like, I can't remember where it is. It's somewhere, it's not like a coastal, it's not like New York or something. They don't, <laughs> no one needs them there. They got to go somewhere rural or whatever, so they're doing that. I can't remember which, but anyway, that hey, haircut listen. guy cracks me up. Yeah. I just, Dodd uh, Vickers works as a location scout in Georgia. We want him to keep working as much as possible. So, hey, people, things sure. can stay in Georgia. That's right. Mm-hmm. Queer, sure. I just looked queer up, eye though, for the Dodd Vickers uh, guy. Yeah. Uh, queer IC3 <laughs> is, is uh, getting underway in Kansas City. Oh, Kansas City. Yeah. That's where it is. Kansas. Yeah. I heard that. And one of those dudes, the, the one that's uh, Middle Eastern descent, but also has a really cool kind of combo British accent thing, the, the, mm-hmm. the clothes guy. He lives in Salt Lake City. Like, he's a big SLC dude and loves it here and did some interview where he was just raving about how much he loves our city and then uh, goes and does this, films this, and then comes home. So, apparently, he's Mr. Hotshot downtown now. Everybody wants to meet and talk to this dude and get his His. clothes advice, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, let's uh, continue on here. Uh, Swordfish is a terrible password. I just want to put that out there. That's a bad password. Okay. No, but if you change the I to a one, it's perfect. Mm. Okay, so here's the biggest trope in the film. Give me that trope. All right, there it is. Ready? So the password is always Swordfish is the name of the film and the original reference, right? It goes back to Mm -hmm. the Marx Brothers movie uh, Horse Feathers where there's a guard at a door who says you can't come in here unless you know the password and the password is swordfish. Yeah. Uh, this this is this is the trope that I'm shocked the movie didn't say more about it. The it movie just kind of it. Yeah. Yeah, the movie just kind of lets it lets it go. Never says anything until the end. What? Right. You I all, kept waiting for it. Yeah, and you also yeah. by the way when you go extract millions of dollars from a bank one of the thing they don't ask you for your password and you don't say it out loud at the t- at the t- at the desk. You don't go. Right. You don't go. It's what's your account? Fish. Something something number. Right. Password swordfish. Holy no. shit! Are you kidding me? You withdrawn all your money. You're not going to use that font anymore. You're 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 done. I guess. But then, okay. Also at my the very Facebook password. At the very least, no. There's a 69 at the end though. Is what you do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the lady, the lady at the desk, at the very least, should say that's a terrible password. You don't understand security. Never talk to me again. Like it's just awful. Right. Swordfish, all right. one word, lowercase. F off. That sucks. This uh, this trope <laughs> is is referenced in so many movies, or it's just flat out used. Like in Pulp Fiction, Marcellus Wallace's suitcase password is six six six. That's a really common one in movies. Mm. Uh, you could just go like, there's so many, any movie where there's a password, really. Mm-hmm. It's easy to guess. It's like well, so the, easy to guess. And if there's a that kind of along the same lines, if there's a briefcase with three digits, it's always going to be six six six, right? Yeah. yeah. And they're sense. never gonna. No one's ever gonna say. You know, I understand these are movies. No one's ever going to say, all right, I've got an 18-digit uh, mix of uh, symbols, number, and here it is. You know, like, I know they're not going to do yeah. that. Let's just, right. let's just right. not forget this is 2001, and, uh, yeah, we did use stupid passwords back in 2001. Probably not until probably the last four or five years that people have just really gotten Psh, Not me, man. Really I had, hard. I had awesome passwords in the 90s and early Oh, well, you know, we did because we mm. do a lot of tech stuff. I'm talking about the mm. average yeah, but these are show. these are yeah. tech people. These are the ultimate of tech people. These are people hacking billions of dollars out of international banks. But no, no, they're Halle Berry's not, and neither is the only she, hacker they really is, got is no, no, she is because I mean she she's into that culture because uh, when he's talking about how he hacked in the uh, to the Department of Defense thing, is you there, can't is trust test. you can't trust anything she says. <laughs> she says no, you didn't, you didn't do it that way. Like yeah. 
okay, you know this. Why why did you do it? <laughs> well, you just can't make her mad or her eyes turn white and it's snowing indoors suddenly. So you have you to be very careful. You know what happens to a hacker when they're struck by lightning? Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> the same thing same that happens That was the else. worst line. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. My eyes turned white from the rolling when she said that. Oh, speaking of eyes rolling, sometimes in horror movies you see eyes roll. This is a terrible transition, but I want to talk about our friends at Shudder. S-H-U-D-D-E-R. I want to thank them for supporting the podcast. Shudder is a premium streaming video service from AMC Networks featuring a great collection of thrillers, horror, and suspense. Perfect for Brian Dunaway and anyone who likes their horror movies. Shudder has the largest, fastest-growing, human-curated selection of thrillers and dangerous entertainment. They provide unlimited ad-free access and all your favorite devices for only $4.99 a month or $49.99 a year. Uh, I love my, uh, all my devices, whatever. My house is full of like all this stuff. I've got an Amazon Fire TV, an Apple TV, an iPad, an iPhone, a couple of Android devices, and I can watch it on all of those. <clears throat> Shutter has a unique library of exclusive and ex- uh, original films and series, horrors, class, horror classics, can't talk, and blockbuster hits, which are updated every week. So you always have a fresh selection. Current Shutter exclusives. Include last year's Cuso by Flying Lotus, Mayhem by Joe Lynch, and Sequence Break by Graham Skipper. Uh, it's an awesome service. Have you guys not used it? Because I have, and it's great. They have a wide selection of content to choose from, and that's the most important thing to me. Try Shutter free for 30 days by visiting Shutter. That's S-H-U-D-D-E-R dot com slash podcast. And use the code FILMSAC. That's Shutter.com slash podcast. Again, S-H-U-D-D-E-R. That's important dot com slash podcast and use the code film sack okay where were we yeah. yeah speaking of by the way but while we're on the computer tech um isn't it cool that every uh computer in 2001 used the same font for all yeah. of their text on screen sure it's the only oh. font we had it's all we was had, it's all we had to work i'm with. trying to remember what that font was because i remember using what, it quite a bit what's way more annoying to me is that every time anything changes on a screen in 2001 mm. you hear sounds yeah. Yep. Access denied. Yeah. Oh, just like there's a whoosh sound when text moves around on a screen. Mm-hmm. You no, know, this is true. Like I said, the the director just did not trust the audience could enjoy a simple scene of someone actually hacking. They believe well, there's they're that, wrong. You can do it. It's possible. Yeah. They're wrong. I mean, we used to think yeah. we used to think that space had to be all these noises and then Battlestar Galactica proved that it was more effective mm-hmm. to represent it more accurately. Silently. It was like, wow. Yeah, muffled. Well, keep in mind, they were being uh they were being uh, prophetic because what is uh, the first thing that happens on your iPhone when you pull it out of the box and you start using, you start typing on the little keyboard? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Send, a, send an email. Oh, I was going to mm-hmm. turn that thing, off. Turn that the off. First thing your iPhone does when you pull it out of the box is it tries to dive to the floor. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a slippery bar of soap, man. It's all yeah. wet and ready to go. No, I, I, uh, I, I agree. Like in some ways, we've turned into this into this idea of making things practical for everyday people. So when they hear ticking, that oh, that's like a keyboard. That makes it feel more physical, or these haptic feedback, or all that other stuff. In the hacker world, that's no one cares about that. They're mm-hmm. sitting down in front of a dumb terminal on a little widescreen, and they're typing in Linux. You know, they're typing Linux code. 
or they're typing Linux, uh, or they're using Linux and they're typing their or, own code or whatever they're doing. Or in this movie, in Matrix code? Yeah. What was that? Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. I hate that. So you're making a little cube box that then com combines to form a Voltron cube box for the worm. Yeah. and It's all command <laughs> you know, line, I, and that's fine. You can make this work with command line. I don't know why they don't trust us. This is... And this is kind of where where they ended in Hollywood with this part. But there's a new technology that's really been really just tearing through all the movies. And th there's different ways to approach it. And that's the cell phone text messaging. Uh, and some of the some of the directors choose to go with like a pop up bubble on the screen. I don't know if that's the most effective way to oh like a superimposed pop up bubble in front of the actors as they're typing. Right. Yeah, I, like, no. I, it, actually. I actually kind of like it too. Is that yeah. effective? I like it. Really it depends on the film, the film itself. Like, um, if it was a Star Wars film and a couple characters were sending messages to each other, not texting, but sending messages to each other, I wouldn't want to see it. <laughs> right. When you, when you start watching the, the first uh, edition issue, whatever, when you watch the first new Sherlock. Yeah, and right, right. and you see all of that popover stuff. It actually makes sense. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, exactly. Like it. Effective. All right, good. At least yeah. they got that right. Yeah, some of that stuff's okay. But even when they just show a phone and a message comes up, I've noticed movies and stuff are just starting to show Android and iOS and just regular in interfaces. Like here's iMessage, here's uh, Google Messages, here's you know whatever. They just kind of just show it, and I'm cool with that. Like let it be yeah. real world. Let it live in its time. Like you don't need to make me a big fake CGI, fake text thing anymore but you know we talk about this on the show all the time new technology complicates this stuff it just mm -hmm. makes it harder and it makes older movies suffer it's like well geez imagine cell phones if they existed the way they do today in swordfish right. would have been different well right. it'd been totally different but you know instead what they were left with is like what if there were eight screens again not that big a deal now uh what if there were they were connected to seven networks she says seven yeah. networks what does that even mean? Well, you're, leave, you're leaving a huge footprint. Get off there. Yeah. He's got a DS3 truck pulled up to his house. Yeah. What the? Like all that wow. stuff is just, it, it's the best you can do at the time you do it. And that's why I think that if you, I think you're better off aligning yourself with what's possible today. And then it will hold up better because that's the thing of the day. Well, that or you go, you fully steer into it and you come up with jargon not like they did where it's like we take some existing stuff and just kind of fudge it around, but take jargon that that won't be in use in, in 15 yeah, years. Yeah, go all the way in, in, 40 in yes. Years go full and, science and fiction. And use that and make it sound like it's, you know, I'm using a full Radiohead encryption or, quality or, uh, or just don't, Or just don't <laughs> talk about it. Who gives a crap? Do we need that information at all? No, no. we As don't. Audiences, we do not need to know the specifications of the tech. I mean, it'd be like, you know, it's portraying a barista uh, in, in a film and going, oh, well, you know, here I'm making coffee. Let me tell you exactly how I'm making it and how many ounces is his, this, and that. Nobody wants to know. No, it's not relative. It, yeah. But is it realistic to have your characters talking about what they need each other to do and say, you know what you need to do, right? Yep, I'm going right. to go and do that. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I prefer that. They usually do that a lot. They do that a lot Or either that say, we need to break into this system. All right, I'm on it. Be done. I'm yeah, on it. Right, Got it. Right. Yeah. You Make don't have sure to go. you use a 128-bit encryption. <laughs> right. Right. Because that's the movie uh, trying to convince us they know what they're talking about, but then they, yeah. but their follow-through says they don't. And, and I, with that, our bullshit meter goes off okay, because if you were right. talking, if you were talking to somebody in the real world and they started throwing that kind of jargon around, you would go bullshit. Mm -hmm. You're full of bullshit. Yeah. 
All kinds of yeah. bullshit just oozing out mm-hmm. of your holes that you have. You have many holes. Oh, <laughs> oh my yeah, it's god! Yeah, coming. It's coming out like a fuzzy bumper pooper machine. It, it's just like gross, like, out the most. It's, it's dripping. It's dripping down your chin like a bad hair cut yeah, on like, your like a bad soul patch or whatever that was supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, like a bad like. Even a soul we patch is like we had a term for that prior to the show that we're not going to repeat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's Thank true. You. We did. That's a landing strip on your chin. Is basically what it is. That's it. That's what it is. There you go. Yeah. That no I'm one a wants pilot. to land it's on. It's a landing strip. Oh, landing strips. Airplanes. Guess what? You need to be on an airplane to land on a landing strip, and you need a way to carry your stuff with you. Now that's a good transition. I want to thank Away for supporting this podcast. They make affordable, high quality suitcases. That charge your phone. I have one of these, and it does just that. By cutting out the middleman, Away is able to offer the perfect luggage made with high-quality materials at a much lower price. And they have a variety of options. Ten colors, five sizes, the carry-on, the bigger carry-on, the kids' carry-on, plus the medium bag and the large bag. Away has designed the perfect suitcase to make your travel experience stress-free. The carry-on bags feature two USB ports. Again, I can confirm. I've used these. I've charged with them. And a high-capacity battery, allowing you to charge multiple devices on the go, phones, tablets, laptops, whatever. So you'll never have to worry about a dead phone or a flight without an outlet at the airport or all that stuff. I hate that stuff. Ultra-durable, yet lightweight is how I would describe them. Made with premium, impact-resistant German polycarbonate and uh, smooth ride in any direction. Four 360-degree spinner wheels won't get stuck or break if you're in a hurry. <clears throat> that can be very helpful because, you know, you're trying to get around. These are also theft-proof, TSA-approved combination locks built in to keep your belongings safe. And there's a patent-pending interior compression system that tightly buckles in bulky items. So even you overpackers can fit everything you need in there. comes with a lifetime warranty. If anything breaks, away we'll fix it or replace it for life. Risk-free, 100-day Trial period is the other important thing here. If at any point you decide it's not for you, return it for a full refund. There are no questions asked. Plus, get free shipping anywhere in the lower 48. Oh, man, I love mine. I really, really do. It's great. I have a red one. Uh, planning on taking it to Ohio in a month or two, month and a half, whatever it is. And, uh, of course, BlizzCon. It's all I need, and it's all you'll need. Uh, so here's what I want you to do. Away has a special offer for our listeners. For $20 off a suitcase, go to awaytravel.com slash filmsack and use the promo code filmsack at checkout. That is awaytravel.com slash filmsack. Use the promo code filmsack. Okay. I have a load of, uh, I have a load of clips oh my. to play. I'm going to play them now. Please, Here please empty your load. Uh, empty right, this load. Yeah. Right. I'm going to Loading get, clips now. I'm going to get these clips off my back. Uh, Let's begin with pre-Wolverine Jackman, or at least he would have been at that time to us, because I think this beat Wolverine to the theaters. Anyway, here you go. Bad guy can't win. It's a morality tale. One way or the other, he's got to go down. You know, pretty good at covering that Australian accent early on there, you know. Mm-hmm. Did a pretty good job there. Sure, yeah. Yeah. That guy's a talented dude. I like him. Hey, but do you remember when you came to Salt Lake and we watched... Uh, uh, what was the name of that robot movie? Real Steel, I believe. Real Steel yeah. is underrated, and people should see it. it. Is. It's a great yeah, little movie. It's a fun. It's a fun. It's the best Transformers movie that isn't a Transformers movie. I agree. Actually, it's a better. It's a better Transformers movie than a movie with the word Transformers in the title. Yeah, it's a. It's a fun idea. It's great, and it's also got the Wasp in it. So there's your other crossover. You got Wasp and. Oh, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, Wasp and Wolverine. And Wolverine. Yep. Hey, if uh, if things go the way they're looking like they're going, uh, Disney's going to get the whole Fox deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the. Major, first major hurdle uh, 
yesterday announced was done. Now they just got to, yes. I don't know what's left, but they got to finish it up. Oh. Well done, guys. No Comcast in there. Well done. Right. Uh, here's uh, prom night with Ibit. And I, I don't know who said this, but it's just recording from the car, so people, we can make up our own mind. But this was apparently a recorder in your car. Here you go. Get the hell off the phone. I'm done playing with this asshole. All right. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Whoa. I don't know what it means. I'm not as- ascribing wow. anything to it. I'm just saying, you know, uh, you guys make okay. sense of the audio. I'm no, I'm no audio technician. Sure. Uh, I love these two is what I wrote. So we haven't been compromising? I'm not sure. I, I'm working on that right now, sir. You better get sure real quick, son. If someone's cock's level to wind up on the block on this one, I guarantee it won't be mine. You know, the old cock block. <laughs> right. I, I remember having all the uh, albums by New Cucks on the Block. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like those guys. They're just so underused. Such a weird casting to have yeah. two such yeah. great actors. And, and, then... and just un- sadly unnecessary. Do you use them more? Or take him out, but that little flimsy, uh, you know, the the dude behind the dude mm-hmm. uh, just wasn't. Uh, I first saw him, I got enough. excited. I went, "Oh, these two are in this? No way! Okay, cool. This movie's getting better." And then it was like finding it was like seeing a turkey at Thanksgiving that nobody cooked. You know right. what I mean? It's like, oh, all right. Well, I guess we're not it's having a, turkey. Well, because you have to keep going with it. If you're gonna unload that trope into a film, like you have to have a film like Payback, right? Where uh, Mel Gibson goes after the guy that done him wrong and find, finds out there's a bigger man and yeah. then goes after him and yeah. finds out there's an even bigger man, right? Yeah. I love, like, man, that, Payback is that, so good. Yeah. Love Payback. That is Sorry. good. We should rent Payback. Uh, we should do Payback for this show. <laughs> we should go to Blockbuster and get... <laughs> we should check the last Blockbuster in known existence. By the way, uh, what do you mean you know, it's out? A connection. Mm. Bend, uh, Oregon, where the uh, fly fishing is going on. Uh, Bend, Oregon is the home of the last blockbuster. Oh, video. was that yeah. in Bend, Oregon? It looked like yeah. southern Utah or Arizona, maybe Colorado. That didn't look good. Well, the, the thing on the uh, Banco text that appeared on screen, whatever font that was that everything used, oh. <laughs> was said Bend, Oregon. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was so red rocky. It didn't seem right to me, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, here's uh, effing up my chi. You're f***ing up my chi. This is something I like to hear. You're effing mm-hmm. up my chi. I can't remember who said that, though. You're f***ing up my chi. Who was that? That's Hugh Jack. Huge Yak Man. Oh, it was Huge Yak Man. Yeah. You're messing up my chi. Huge Yak Man. Yep. <laughs> uh, this, let's see. Oh, this is the sound of kicking Halle Berry out of your house. Okay? So that's all this is. This is just the you say to your you say to your Foley people, hey, what do you need? We need the sound of Halle Berry being kicked out of my house. So here's what it sounds like. There you go. That's the entirety of it. <laughs> By wish, the way, the, uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I just wish we had the scream isolated because it's a tremendous. It's a perfect scream. It's a good scream. Yeah, yeah it's not bad. <laughs> what were you gonna say uh, there? Um, the according to the director commentary. Uh, they offered to put a whole bunch of mats and, and mattresses down for her to land on. She said, "Nope, uh, just throw me down." And she that was a real that wow. was a real landing. Wow, Probably, right? Safe, safety word, swordfish. All right, <laughs> throw me down. <laughs> right. Yes. Hey, what was she famous? Okay, let's clear this up. She was on yeah. some TV show before she went into movies, right? Or am I um, got that wrong? Because I know I, I for some reason I want to put her in something like. Uh, a different world or something. Uh, yeah, and I don't know why I want to do that, but every time I'm I see her, what the first thing is the first so, thing we saw her in the Flintstones. She, she apparently appears in six episodes of Knots Landing. 
She's the older. Uh, uh, she was in every episode of Living Dolls in 1989. Okay, whatever show that was. I don't whatever know what that, that was. was. Wait, wait. Uh, she wasn't. She wasn't an episode of a different world. <laughs> oh, she was. Oh, weird. Uh, Jungle Fever might have been the first thing that that we saw her in, or, or Last Boy Scout. Ninety. Both of those were in 1991. Oh, the Last Boy. Didn't we watch that? Did we see that? We yeah. did watch that. For I the, think I have sure. conflated her with somebody else because to me it was like a sitcom in the 80s. Uh, and that she was the only one that kind of broke out of there and was a big star, uh, but I cannot figure out why. Oh, uh, you know, so I might have remembered from the Flintstones, but I think the first thing I remember seeing her in was Executive Decision oh, as the flight right. attendant who's like looking up at the camera. Do you need me to go in this elevator here? Here, oh, right over here? Right. I forgot she was in that. There's yeah. a lot of people in that. Uh, yeah. By the way, she was one of the phone voices on Frasier when uh, people call in and. Talk to Fraser. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, that was always fun to figure those out. Totally yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you hear they're trying to do a reboot. By the way, Kelsey Grammer and everybody were trying to get a not a reboot, but a but a but a, a you know like a here we are we're older now deal going. Except, except for some of us who cool. aren't here anymore. Like, I, uh, I give them the benefit of the doubt because they took a character from yeah. Cheers and made arguably a better sitcom than the thing it came from, and that's hard to do. Spinoffs usually suck. Like, it's a rare thing to see them succeed. It happens, but it's rare. So if anybody can do it, they have the right producers and stuff, I, I'd i be all about a new Frasier. That's fine with me. Right. But did when, when was that last talked about? Because didn't John Mahoney uh, he pass just away died, like yeah. in this year? Yeah, but, he, yeah. you know, you just write that in. But it's like just recent. You just, it's it, empty, an empty chair. Yeah, maybe. Great. it's an empty It'll... chair with a little butt mark on it. But no, yeah. he it's uh, the, uh announced uh, just a couple days ago or something. They were, they were talking more about it, so it's it looks like it might happen. I, I don't know why I'm so excited about it, but I am. I'm excited. It's weirdly, oh, and speaking of John Mahoney, scrutiny. There you go, scrutiny. scrutiny. <laughs> uh, where was I? Let's see. Okay, here's one. Here's the porn king of social. I don't know what that means, so here it is. Larry, so the Cal. porn king of Southern California. Oh, SoCal, not so- I wrote social. I wrote social. I misspelled it. Wrote social. Porn king of social. Hold on, I'm changing my Twitter handle as we speak. Yep, right. Uh, Larry's the hey, porn I'm- king of Southern California. California. I, yeah, I learned we, what. Go ahead. We all know the actual porn king of social media is Ted Cruz. Oh, mm. yeah. <laughs> learned, uh, he's a perfect. This he's movie a taught me a, a a word I was not aware of. It's a uh, fluffer. I was like, uh, what you never that? heard of that before? You have? Nope. Wow. So what? I'm like, uh, even I'm like, I knew that. What, what I'm did you Google, Google it? it? <laughs> of course, I Googled it. I'm like, what the? What is a fluffer? What is what is that? I was like, ah, oh, okay, close. Close. I'll bet that wow. term was wacky discussed in the first week of the morning stream. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, there's all kinds of things that always come as surprises yeah. to me, but I, I, I know what a fluffer was. I mean, it's a guy. Well, we don't have to say, but oh, I know what it is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that's all right. Hey, look, Dunaway, we all learn, and it's one day at a time. But I don't want to learn that. I I could have lived the rest of my life. I'm actually going to go farther back. I'll bet that Obsidian defined it for you on Extra Life Radio a decade ago. Yeah, wouldn't just su- forgotten. Wouldn't surprise me. Probably. Probably would not surprise me. I didn't. I couldn't remember. So I was like, "What is this?" For almost what? a decade ago from that show ending, by the way, ended in 2009. Yep. Think of that. Wow. Wow. Uh, oh, here's wow. Uh, Don Cheeto. <laughs> As Nicole would say, here you go. Why would the number one hacker in the world risk life imprisonment by coming into the continental U.S.? Ich kann auch Survivor nicht verpassen. Okay, what what did he just say? <laughs> I like that. Let's finish. You can't understand him. He never. 
He never misses, he misses an, episode an episode of Survivor. Of Survivor That's yeah. right. Yeah. Those guys. Yeah. And, uh, and Don Cheadle laughs for way too long at that. Yeah. He was, I didn't think it. It was that funny. <laughs> I like that. I yeah. like that. <laughs> it's because he's getting ready to tell the other or punch the other guy through the door and tell That's him That's true. He's, he's yeah. using his nostalgic technique to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's, uh, here's the, here's the reply later from that lawyer. Jan, you ain't the dick. I love it. The Finnish man, transparent, so thin you can see their, their heartbeat like a baby fish. Okay, here's some uh, tech BS. Enjoy this tech BS. This is not just a multi-screen system. It has a DS3 connection, which allows us to access seven different networks simultaneously. Uh, even the internet in 2001 <laughs> worked. We knew how it worked, okay? Did, yeah. did anyone, but did anyone go, oh, 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 no. I love how so she, why say it? Yeah. I love how she delivers it like she's talking dirty. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. That's what, that's so the thing I hate so. about the over, I hate over-sexualization of, of, you know, the, I just hate like all tech, that Like techno-babble like that? Yeah. And if you're able to access and be on seven different networks, doesn't that mean you're just on one network? Because yeah, if it's you're one connecting network. all these networks, you're basically... Also, uh, what does it even it's mean? It's sound hot. It's, it's supposed to sound like, ooh, multiples of a thing that sound, oh, this oh, is for my mom. Networks. It's not for us. I hate it. Ooh, uh, love we need a two-headed virus. Two-headed. Now, if, two-headed. You, if you saw Halle Berry's uh, toplessness, you might also bump into furniture like this. Oh. I think that was a funny sound. Because <laughs> that's what he did. He turned around to leave and he went, I need a fluffer over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, say the name of your movie. Ever heard of Operation Swordfish? Nope. Well, then you'll appreciate the irony here. Yeah, all my passwords Wait. are Swordfish. What? Is it an operation or is it a password? Make your mind up. Yeah, figure it out, buddy. It's, it's the Swiss Army knife of words. Yeah. What's your Steam password? Steam. Steamfish. <laughs> Steamfish. Steamfish. <laughs> I, I was it. actually hoping that this would lead to sequels because the second film would be called Sailfish. Yeah. yeah. And then the third film could be called Marlin. Oh, I like and it. And then uh yeah, and then the reboot called Corn Dog. Yeah, Corn Dog. Cornfish. Yeah. If only. If only there were sequels to Swordfish. Yeah, darn it. Uh here's a great line. Huh, just in time to watch Stanley find our worm. There you go. That's pretty good. <laughs> what do you mean our worm? Yeah. Get off me. Get off my worm. Uh, kind of like the fact that he hit it on a uh, defunct computer in, you know, a <laughs> in the basement. Lab. Yeah. yeah, I kind of like that, yeah. actually. Right. I did, I did enjoy were, that part. Yeah. And there were some great little shots, like the shot where you're going down the hallway corridor and looking at all the cabling. And then, like, uh, you end up in a room with an old uh, reel-to-reel, and it, like, spins up. Mm-hmm. I think I like, cool. it's cool. Okay. I like that. But I don't like the fact that as you're going down that hallway, you're hearing uh, people's conversations and data traveling and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, the sound oh, of data wow. moving is stupid. Yes. Really dumb. Real, real dumb. <laughs> and also a very analog way to portray digital transfer. Yeah. It's for sure. I, just but like- I, do like the, I do like the visual of it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Especially the old tape thing when that kicked in. 
Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. I wrote, I don't think this is true, but I don't remember what it was. So here it is. This is what Scott does not think is true. Thomas Jefferson once shot a man on the White House lawn for treason. I don't think that's true. I think that's no, fake. No, and according to the IMDb trivia, it is not true. And this is it's, the source of that rumor. <laughs> yeah, she, it, they, I thought she debunked it, too, like in the movie. Oh, and then they debunk did it like. Did they? Yeah. Well, no, in he the, was saying, hold on, hold your horses one minute. And then he shot him. I think he was about to. Oh, okay, him. maybe that's what it was. Okay, maybe he was going to debunk it. Yeah. Yeah, because he was yeah. about to. That's not uh, true. Hold yeah. on. Oh, don't shoot me. No, I'm dead. Now I'm laying face down in the water. I look like Henry Blake in my head. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Oh, no. I'm going to swell up. <laughs> it's not going to be good. Here's a really, really <laughs> dumb exchange. And I think this is the worst acting from Travolta in this film right here. Check it out. That was your decision. No, no. You did that. How many more people die is up to you. I want that plane on the runway in 25 minutes. I know. It is. It's the stilted uh, thing that only John Travolta can do. You did that. Yeah. You did that. I hate that. Oh yeah. my gosh. Here's a tiny, so, here's a little excise of it. I want that plane on the runway in 25 minutes. We saw a lot of that in Broken Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was about to say, Broken Arrow is a great one. Mm-hmm. feels like anything, po- like there's a huge swath of movies post Pulp Fiction where this is just what he did. Yeah. Right. We, also, we also saw that in Punisher. He did that in Punisher. Oh, yeah. I'm sure, yeah. And he did it in The General's Daughter, mm-hmm. which we didn't see. <laughs> I, want a, I want a plane on the runway. Don't touch my hair with the dope. I'm really hot on my hair, so don't touch it. We have seen a lot of these now. How many movies of his have we seen? We've got to be way up there with him. Battlefield Oh, Earth. we can find out. Yeah, so, uh, Film Sack, uh, or Film Sack Stats. Here we go. All right, FilmSackStats.com says, uh, still got Suburban Commandos are a little recent, so it won't count today's, but that's okay. So we'll say Travolta. Travolta. Oh, wait, you can't search by actor <laughs> yet. I think he will be able to soon. Let's see, where's one that he's in? I can't find it. Mm. Um, well, John Woo directed one of these. Hard target. Here we go. All right, found it. Uh, there's <laughs> John. Soft target. Soft target. <laughs> Get the fluffer in here. Okay. Lovely target. Actors. Get Helga. Where's Helga? He's not Helga? In, He's not in the top 10 yet. So he's got a ways to go. Uh looks like, but I oh, only top build. Let's try that. Uh Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, still not in there. I feel like we've seen him a lot though. I'm a little bit surprised by that. Sylvester Stallone and Schwarzenegger currently at the top build list uh uh 11th and 10th. But if you yep. count actual actors, it's Thomas Rosales Jr. at 18 and Ar- Ar- Arnold Actual Schwar- actors. Yeah. And then <laughs> oh, Schwar- real actors. Schwarzenegger <laughs> at 13, Trejo at 11, Sylvester Stallone at 11, and so on. Anyway, William Shatner, number nine. How is that I'm, possible? Oh, all of the Star Trek people. Uh, our, our top yeah. actors for Film Sack have slowly become all Star Trek people. That's because yeah. we are they including the TV shows in that? Or are you probably? Uh, probably. Probably. Yeah. I have to ask him. Well, anyway, uh, no. Well, he's got a filter for that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I'm yeah. I'm kind of amazed at how many times we've seen Tom Cruise on Film Sack, and I want more. He's I would like um, for us to watch more Tom Cruise. So excited about this new! I've never heard such glowing reviews about this upcoming uh, um, Mission uh, Impossible. People are fl- yeah. freaking out about it. I've had people who have seen previews in LA say, "I'm not supposed to talk about this," but th- not since Fury Road have you seen better action scenes like. Yeah, hmm. I. People are uh, out. I'd like to ask our our good friend Jeff Kanata to stop. Um, I feel like he is he, his Twitter handle should be tease you, because that's all he does. He just teases me all the time. He's anti spoiler, but he is pro tease, man. Man, yeah, he, totally fine. Like, 
Yeah. And it's like he'll see he'll see Star Star Wars Episode Nine like a month before the rest of us get to see. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it drives me slightly nuts that he gets to do that and we don't. Oh. Oh. No. Oh. sad. It is sad. Don't be, don't be sad. Here's what's not sad. Uh, speak. That's that sequence is actually taken from the first Mission Impossible film. Anyway. Uh, bad technology. With the fart? Uh, no, the with well, the fart <laughs> minus the fart. Everything minus the fart. Uh, Who this was is the thing, Rhymes. It's the film sack checklist. Uh, bad technology, check. Uh, everything filmed with an orange camera filter, check. Uh, War Machine Wolverine crossover, check. Is someone on the phone? What is that? Yeah, no. Somebody, somebody's trying to call me on my Amazon dot. Oh. Oh, because like, it takes calls really? now. My aunt yeah. Barb is we trying to call. Do yeah, you can do yes. that. I forgot that was a new thing you can do. And uh, it's like, okay, how do I tell her to stop without saying stop? Mm-hmm. Where you guys are going to hear me say stop? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's so all fortunately good. came up on my phone. I was able to turn down the like, say no. Hey dot, them. call Brian Ibbett. Yeah. Hey dot. Dot. Hey I don't dot. Think, I don't think you call it dot. No, no dot it, doesn't, it doesn't. Dot doesn't do that. No. Stop. Dot stop. Dot stop. Yo Google. Yo Google. Yo Google. Did it, everybody saw that Kevin Durant commercial, right? Uh, yes. No. Maybe. No, I must not have because I'm not. I don't know what you're talking if, about. If you'd watched the World Cup on oh. television, oh well, that explains it. Yeah. There was a Kevin Durant commercial like every five minutes, where he keeps saying "Yo Google" and it doesn't respond to him because you have to say <laughs> "Hey Google." Yeah, you can't say "Yo." Uh, Yo doesn't work. Turns out. Maybe they should uh, make it work. What kind of AI is that? Shitty AI. Make it work. Uh, here's your Star Trek connections for the week. According to uh, Daryl, the Trek nerd, he sent these in. Zach yeah. Grenier played A.D. Joy in uh, Enterprise, played Reneth in the episode The Catwalk. Uh, Rudolph Martin, Axel Torvalds in this, played on Enterprise Ravis in the episode Two Days and Two Nights. Joey Box, that's a great name, uh, yeah. was, was a hostage. In this, uh, he performed stunts in Insurrection and Nemesis. It was a stunt coordinator on 2009's reboot of Star Trek. And there was another hostage, Denny Pierce, also performed a bunch of DS9 stunts. And finally, Dana He, also a hostage on, <laughs> on Voyager, <clears throat> was the stunt double for Jerry Ryan in most of her run of the show. So there you go. So we know which mailing list uh, they were able to get a hold of when they were looking for extras. Correct. Basically. Yeah, yep. yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. They hacked into Gene Roddenberry's uh, uh, files and got the email list, which the password was uh, Swordfish, yeah. reasonably enough. There you go. I, uh, I'm i going to give the soundtrack grade a G for great if you like 90s and early aughts EDM and techno. If you're into that, that's actually a pretty good soundtrack and worth listening to even now. Uh, I thought it was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it very right. much. Um, Score-wise, whatever, a, it was kind of throwaway. It was, the, it was a adequate. little bit... I, I yeah. couldn't make it out during the big car chase scene, and that's supposed to be your big action sequence for the whole film, sure. right? Like, there's John Travolta, guns akimbo, yep. in a TVR freaking Tuscan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I couldn't, like, the music was a little boomy and loud during that whole sequence. Yeah. It's it's a good soundtrack, though. It's up on uh, Spotify. Apple Music has it. It's worth listening to if you don't uh, want to even see the movie. The soundtrack's pretty good. Uh, Twitter post. This is where we sum it up in 100 and 280 characters or less. 128 uh, <laughs> encryption or less. Uh, let's start with Randy <laughs> Jordan. 
Thank you, Scott. Uh, Swordfish. Dominic Senna spends this entire movie mentioning his previous film by saying 60 seconds, 60 seconds, 60 seconds. Now I can't wait to see his next movie, Hero Dreams of Sushi. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it's funny. Every time you bring up the Hero Dreams of Sushi documentary, it kind of makes me want to see it again. I really like that. Makes me want sushi. Yeah, that too. Mm. Yo, put the salmon on the plate. I didn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I want a plate on the... Um, I also, found some wasabi and ginger on the corner of that plate. Now it's my least favorite Travolta. I don't know why he does it. He does it a lot in that uh, the the O.J. Simpson thing, that kind yeah. of thing. I know he's he's really forgotten about his old older style of nuance, like you hey. know, kind of hipster, not hipster, you know, hip uh, dude talk. But yeah, yeah, I miss the dude talk. It's gone. Yeah. Well, let's get yeah. some dude talk from Dunaway. Dunaway, your Twitter post, please. Sure, swordfish like. Tequila squirters from Helga. Back off, Helga. You're killing my Netflix search chi for something better. <laughs> tequila squirters. Tequila squirters. <laughs> I'm opening a bar called Tequila Squirters. That's pretty good. <laughs> no, it, no, all the no bartenders. Yeah, the, right. <laughs> the bartenders the just gently, they just oh, gently squirt, lean over the counter and squirt it in your mouth. Exactly. Yeah. I'm ready for another drink. Okay. Uh, what would you like? Uh, let me do a rum and coke. Okay. <laughs> Open up. <laughs> so gross. Uh, finally, Brian Ibbett. Swordfish. Here's the password. One number, one capital, a couple of symbols, but zero characters. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was good. That's good, really Brian. good. No, yeah, no, for real. Dude. Let's let's give this let's give it the credit it deserves. That was actually a really <laughs> creative uh deal. Not that they're Thank not you. always, but man. No, I know. It's a cut above. Sometimes sometimes the the hands align right. That's that's, right. And that's why we Clock call you 12. the I don't know. Right. That's yeah. why we call you the fluffer. Yeah, you're the fluffer. <laughs> yeah. Really fluffed up the end of this show. Oh, look at this. Alternate titles just handed to me. This was almost called Sword Fishing Scheme. <laughs> or, now this is the one I'm proud of, okay? okay. Or, okay. Logan Not Lucky. Think about it. Oh, Think about it. Because nice. Logan, yeah. right? And then there's the Logan Lucky. You know, you guys yeah. get it. All right. Right. Oh, because he played Logan. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Well done. Okay. Um, I, I will now jump ever so lightly to emails uh, that we get at filmsackageemail.com, and we got one from Alan. Alan! Who says the following. <laughs> Scott, I am, a, I am finishing up, or is he fishing up? Anyway, I am finishing up another listen through a film sack, and this is something I love that people do. They go back and they do it again. It's insane to me. Anyway, whatever. Uh, he says, and I'm noting all of Randy's former jobs. Quote, unquote, former jobs. Yeah. I expect to be done by the end of August. I currently have it as a yeah. Word file, but I'm flexible on format. My question is, how best is what is the best way to get it to you? And would uh, that not be concerning to you? I don't know what that means. I can put it in the body of an email, but it's very, very long. I'm up to 75 former jobs occasionally with the follow-up uh, wow. where it made me laugh. It's like, uh, sorry, it's like to get this to, I'd like to get this to you when it's completed and up to date. I also have a plan to update it. I thought about tutoring one job at a time, uh, but it belongs to FilmSack. Please advise, Alan. Uh, Alan, I I I can't wait to see this. Yeah, I want this. Yeah, I want that. And I want to make a website where when you just go to the URL, you get one of them. Right. You just get one of them and then you refresh it and you get a different one. Yeah, that's totally 
oh, easy that'd for be someone great. to do. Yeah. Someone could totally, I could do that if I cared to. Randy's former jobs or something like that. Yes. Yeah. I've wanted to go actually <laughs> do com. any database things. I do it, but I don't want to. So I'll like make that. somebody else do it. <laughs> I like that you just said, I want to do that, but I don't want to. I really don't. <laughs> I want the result. I want the result of it. I don't want the work of it. Right, exactly. I want to see it, but I don't want to have any part of making it happen. It's like it's like today. It's like I kind of want to build a gaming PC, but I don't. I would rather have someone else make it for me. So, yeah. anyway, uh, send me the list to that email address there, Alan. We'd love to see this and uh, not yeah. only talk about it on the show, but maybe do something I mean, fun it's with easier, it. Easier, throw it in a Google Doc and share a link he, to the Google Doc or something. That'd be fun. He whatever. asked if it was like weird or creepy to send you a, a document. I'm like. You should see what we get, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is not even yeah. close. This is the opposite of weird or creepy, by the way, because compared to what we right, sometimes exactly. get. Photos of Helga. Yeah. Listen, I've had four <laughs> naked photos to, sent, to, sent to me since, uh, you know, having any sort of an online presence. And only one of them was attractive. So there you go. Oh, that tells you what sorry. we got. That's yeah. all right. She was Canadian. Four more than the, than the rest of us have gotten combined. She was Canadian. She was lovely, whoever she was. Oh. I don't know her name. Uh, she claimed that she was always at Nerdtacular, and I never knew. Tell by the cheese curds and gravy. <laughs> in, in every photo. Uh, anyway, thank you, Alan, for your email. If you'd like to send your own in, you can do it. Be like Alan, filmsack at gmail.com. All right, we have our next movie all lined up to go. Randy, remind us what it is. Piranha. Oh, now we this is the... We are going to ride, watch Piranha from 2010... <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, uh, like swordfish, you need to spell it piranha. Uh -huh. Piranha. Like, oh, I didn't realize. Look at that. We're doing two fish movies. Piranha. Yes. Oh, yeah. Look at that. That's true. Well, one's, one's mm -hmm. way more directly fish, though. <laughs> There's a lot more actual <laughs> fish in piranha. So, wait. This is the 2010 one. We're not going all the way back to the 70s stuff. We're, we're going straight to the Jerry O'Connell uh, mega picture. Correct. That is correct. Jerry oh. O'Connell, mm. the great actor. My yeah. recollection of this movie, having seen it back in 2010, was that there was a great scene where, I mean, I say great, it's kind of horrible, but it's so schlocky, it's awesome, where there's a, a metal cord or maybe it's something that's helping keep a, sh a boat at dock and it and it gets cut and it by piranhas and it goes, whoo, just flying, ends up slicing some bikini girl like right in half. Do you know the part I'm talking about? It's, I only it's saw awesome. it the one time, and I don't remember anything about it. It's awesome. I, that scene is such a cool little effect. So it's schlocky, garbagey horror movie. Definitely know what you're getting into if you're going to watch Piranha. And it's on Netflix, right? Yes, it is on Netflix. All right. So that's next week right here on Next Film week. Sack. We're, uh, we're going to get into the August summer movies. And yeah. that's a real summery summer movie. That's some summery summer business. And uh, that'll be fun. Adam Scott, a uh, bunch of ladies I don't know, and others are in that movie. So check it out. Wait, wasn't uh, uh, Hasselhoff or somebody's in that that's like that, right? He's in every other sci-fi thing, but I don't think he's in this, is he? I thought he was. I thought that oh, was... and this, mm. wasn't, this wasn't a sci-fi joint specifically. Mm. Yeah, no, this was this in like... theaters. This was like a movie yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah, we um, I, I I remember it was it was billed as Piranha 3D and you you had to go watch it with glasses on. Well, that's who it was. Listen to this. Elizabeth Shue is in this. Yes. Oh, really? Richard Dreyfus, <laughs> Ving Rhames, Christopher Lloyd. Uh, uh, Christopher really? Lloyd. Jeez, Eli Roth, Jerry O'Connell, um, Stephen Armaqueen. Let's see. Kelly Brook is in it. She's got a big role. Adam Scott, as I mentioned. Oh. 
and there was one other name, Dina Meyer. I think we kind of know her. Dina Meyer, yeah, from uh, Starship Troopers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, Even, most, it's it's a good wait time. Wait a minute, have we really not seen this? No, nope. we really haven't. We really haven't. And uh, it also includes Paul Shear, who does a podcast about bad movies that we hear about all the time. Well, yeah. and he's also in um, what the League and and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. So look for him. Yeah. He's also, this director has done some stuff that I've enjoyed. I liked his reboot of The Hills Have Eyes. Yep. Um, he's got some, he's got stuff to say. He's cool. So anyway, there he is. Uh, Piranha 3D. We've never done this. This isn't huh. the Piranha Double D or whatever the hell that is. It came later. This is the one before that. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. It was 3D in the theaters. It will not be for us. It is on film side or on um, uh, Netflix. And wear the glasses if you want, but you're not going to get the experience. <laughs> going to help anything. Yeah. It's just going to make things weird. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. As always, don't forget to head on over to filmsack.com and uh, you can leave comments on the posts that we do. You can find ways to contact us, get the show in lots of different ways. Some of you are wondering, wait, what happened to the, to the, uh, to the YouTube version of the show the last few episodes? YouTube uh, or the film studios have gone crazy lately and started to shut down anything that even talks about their movies. I don't know why, but it's ha- on YouTube, I should say. And uh, they gave me an official strike. So I'm not posting them for a while. Aww. Yeah, it, it, that's like bad. You get three of those and you're off YouTube. So, um, And they don't give you any recourse. I can't fight it. I can't dispute it. I can't do anything. They just say, hey, Warner Brothers says that you shouldn't talk about whatever shit old movie. Well, you know what it was? It was um, uh, 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 Dukes of Hazard movie somehow oh god of of, of any movie to get a strike to like to like get your uh the, the hill you're gonna die on a, a strike against the uh yeah and it doesn't even claim <laughs> that it's the hazard. it doesn't even claim it's the clips i'm playing which are short uh, and also fair use it's like, but it's give us, you know complain about us playing stuff from heat but not for you right right exactly good right. movies i mean why would you want to squelch the spread of your shit movie i don't get it anyway Maybe that's the point. <laughs> I don't want people to know they made it. Uh, so that's why you're not seeing these on FilmSec. They were just audio there anyway. But uh, if uh, for those who maybe have gotten that way, I apologize. For now, this is going to be the way you get it. Uh, anyway, FilmSec.com is where you want to go. The film or the email address is FilmSec at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at FilmSec. And uh, leave us a review wherever you get your podcast: Google Play, iTunes, wherever it is. We'd love it. It's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Oh, someone's got code. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, you next time. Ah. oh, oh no, work. Tequila squirts. Here we go. <laughs> this show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. That was weird.